Carrier Tommy about to go off. Kicking off the Carrier and Tommy podcast where fun is always on the menu. And speaking of menus, Liquorland adds the perfect touch to any meal or gathering. Find your favourite tipple for any occasion. Click and collect in just 30 minutes. Cheers, Liquorland. Choose to drink wise. Thursday afternoon. How are we going, guys? I'm just the new tech person on the team. Oh, Carrie tech just, whiz. Carrie just hooking me up with a contactless charger for my phone. Because I do. I was under the impression that phones were waterproof. I swear they've been waterproof for years. No, they're not. I had, I had this conversation last night with a friend because the kids are wanting to film something underneath the water in the pool. And she goes, you can just put your iPhone in and film. And I was like, you absolutely can't. She goes, no, they're waterproof. I'm like, nowhere have I seen an iPhone ad where it's like, film your kids underwater. But I swear, some, there must be some ads like this because I thought mine was and it sat in some water and now I can't charge it. What does it, when does it just sit in water? What do you do? I was cleaning. Um, the toilet. I, I was cleaning an, an, ice, an ice bath and I was playing tunes out of my phone while I was doing it. And so water was kind of getting everywhere and it was sitting in the water and I saw oh. it, but I went, that's fine. They're waterproof. Nope, 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 <laughs> nope, nope, nope. <laughs> Do you know, once my friend got a new phone and she walked up at the pub and she goes, I got this new phone. It's waterproof. Oh my God. And I Dropped said, well, I said, awesome. Chuck it in the, in the jug. And she goes, sure. Drops what? it in the jug. And straight away, it didn't work. Why would this so expensive? Why would, would this not a fun game? <laughs> you know, another time, my brother got a new phone and he got told, he got his case for it. And he goes, it's indestructible. And his mate goes, it's not indestructible. He goes, it is. They told it to me and said, this case is indestructible. And he goes, okay, put it on the road. And my, oh my brother God. goes, okay. And then my, his mate got in the car, drove, drove over, over it. And yep. smashed it? Shattered yes, to a thousand pieces. <laughs> They're all people with too much money. <laughs> not my brother. <laughs> well, then why are they wasting a phone? Because he got told it was indestructible. <laughs> so dumb. Yeah, he wanted, they had a bet on it. So he wanted to make some money. <laughs> hey, big show coming oh, yeah. up. Um, but up next, oh, my God, something... Like I, I was saying it with a smile. It's not funny. It's Something horrible happened to the father of um, one of our team members. Mm. Um, we've only just found out about it. You're about to find out about oh. it next. Um, yeah. It could be. It's a, a it, lot. Could... it was inter- an international drama. It could be a true crime podcast. Oh, my God, it could. <gasps> Do that next. Carrie and Tommy. For your Thursday, Arvo, it's Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. And Bickers, we have an international mystery on our hands. A man, international man of mystery. That's very true. Um, producer Lizzie, g'day. Hey, guys. I'm still How's shaky. Your, 
How's your last 24 hours been? It's been hectic. It's a roller coaster of emotions. Okay, tell us. Tell us what happened. Uh, yesterday, my dad uh, boarded a plane at about 8 a.m. to go to Manila in the Philippines. He texted yes. us. He said, my baggage got um, cleared. I'm about to board. We're all like, <laughs> love you, Dad. All the stuff's gotten through, guys. Yeah, We're yes. good. That's what it really sounds like. <laughs> Filipinos always overpack. And we're like, great, awesome. Text us when you're there. And is it? He messaged back saying, yes, I will, love you all, blah, blah, blah. And he was due to arrive at what time? He was due to arrive 9 p.m. our time. So I okay. think that's about 5 p.m. Philippine time. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then 3.30 a.m. in the morning I get a frantic FaceTime messenger call from my mum. Yeah. And she's like, "You, we haven't heard from your dad. Your uncle was meant to pick him up, hasn't oh. called him. He was meant to be there at 9 p.m. your time, and it's now 3:30 a.m. And I'm like, "What?" And where is was going your mum? Mum was in Sing- in Singapore, so she had a later flight. Yeah. So she was to then go. going to meet your dad yeah. in Manila. To meet my dad in Manila at my auntie and uncle's house, which is two hours away from the airport. Okay. And so I'm immediately thinking, "Oh my gosh, dad's." Dad's kidnapped, something's happened, like what's going yeah. on? Because he had cancer a couple of years back, so we're worried about his health and, you know, he was looking. And his kidnappability. ability. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's either health or kidnapped. So if he's not with my auntie and uncle, he might be with his side of the family, my um, his brother or sister. So then I messaged them and it's like midnight in the Philippines waking them up. They're like, no, we didn't even know he was coming back. <laughs> so we'll let you know when we wake up in the morning. And I'm like, oh, geez. So then I go to sleep because there's nothing I oh, can do at this Don't care point. that much. Just have a little nap. <laughs> there's, there's nothing like a cliffhanger to put you to bed. <laughs> and then at 7.30 in the morning, my uncle, who was meant to pick him up, calls me and he's like, nah, he's still not here. He's fine, Lies. He's fine, though. And I'm like, you can't say that. Like, where is he then? He's not at his brother's. He's not at his sister's. Is he in hospital? Like, what? And he's not answering his call, he's, his phone. He's not answering his phone, but his phone's like, I can't, couldn't tell whether it was on or off because we're calling him through Messenger. Yes. Yeah. Uh, right. And so with you, with whoever was meant to pick him up, they went to pick him up and just never appeared. Well, that he was just waiting for the call from my dad saying, Oh, to say, I'm, say here. Come, yeah, I'm here. Come get us. Yeah, come get yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, so then what is your mum doing at this point? Because she was going to meet him. Is she on a flight? Well, she yeah, he's on a flight. Oh, she's gone on a flight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's on a flight from Singapore going nuts. Of course, that would have been the longest flight of her life, yeah. not knowing what what's happened to him. Yeah, and then so my uncle, who was meant to pick him up, gets his daughter in Australia on board to connect me with um, the Department of Foreign Affairs and Trades. So oh. we open up a So missing... you're calling DFAT? Yeah. We... DFAT. DFAT. You're calling DFAT. <laughs> Did of... you say you opened up a missing persons case with them? So they... <gasps> Have uh, they've looked at all his flight details and then they're contacting the Australian embassy in the Philippines to let them know that he's missing. Like the family's worried. Yeah. Because we haven't heard from him. Yeah. Because it's been like eight it's hours and hours yeah, have hours. gone past before this old, very kidnappable man um, <laughs> has shown any sign of life. So do you find out at any point that he made it off a flight? Does DFAT say? So they say that my mum, seeing that my mum's going to arrive shortly, she needs to do that on ground. So then I get a call from mum and she's she's on ground and she's gone to, uh, so it's the Philippine airline counter and the police apparently great there, like straight away they find out that he left the plane and then they watch CCTV and they see him get into a cab. 
That so wasn't the plan, Dad. That wasn't the plan, Dad. Oh. You were meant to get picked up at the airport, Dad. Yes. Where did, so where did he go? So I'm thinking, like, oh my God. where the hell is he? Everyone's, yeah. like, in tears and crying. Yeah, and is. then literally, like, a couple of hours later, he calls my mum and is like, what's wrong? Like, why are all these messages <laughs> coming through? She's like, what do you mean? Where are you? Like, we've started an international search party for you. <laughs> and you're where just saying, he? what's wrong? He checked into the airport hotel. He was going to surprise my mum when she was meant to land at, what was it, 10 a.m. their time, but mum landed earlier. (laughs) So he just went to sleep. And that's why he he said, and I was like, Dad, you know, mum's gone nuts. And he's like, Yeah, but I was at the hotel. I I had a good rest. So I did did sleep. (laughs) I had a good good rest. I go, Dad, why weren't you answering your phone? And he goes, I didn't buy the uh, the data package in the room. <laughs> and my dad is a tight ass though. So. <laughs> a tight ass who overpacks. It's, yeah. it's, well, it was oh, a surprise. Oh, what was? I mean, he planned to surprise your mum. It was a surprise. It was a nice idea. <laughs> North, Not thought through, but yeah, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not letting oh, the person know who's meant me to pick stressed. you up. What this a relief. Are you okay? Oh, not really. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's a lot. I'm when glad you think my dad's, your dad's alive. dead, and then you find out he's alive. It's a lot. It is. Yeah. My yeah. cousin. Remember, I telling you how my cousin every time her, her husband goes out, she thinks something's happened to him if he doesn't get back to her within like half an hour from yes. messages. And he went on a boys' trip to New Zealand, and she couldn't get hold of him, and she worked out he died. So she called police to go to his room, yeah. and his phone had died, and he was asleep, passed out, drunk on the bed. And I was yeah. like, "You, why is your immediate thing is dead? Yeah, dead." dead. Yeah, dead. yeah. This is great. Thirteen ten sixty. We'd love to know when did they go missing, and where, where actually were up? they? Yeah, where yes. did they turn up? Give us a call. We'd love to hear your story. Thirteen ten sixty. Carrie and Tommy. The Thursday afternoon. It's Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little for the drive home. And on thirteen ten sixty, when did they go missing, and where were they? Yeah. Producer yeah. Liza's dad. Uh, never got off. Well, actually, he did get off his flight, but no one thought he'd got off his. I'm terrible at doing this recap. They thought he was dead. He was alive. Yes, he was alive. <laughs> they. He, it was an overseas trip. They got in touch with DFAT and and launched a missing persons case because he didn't rock up to see his brother-in-law. No, instead he went to the hotel um, at the airport and had a good sleep. Yeah, didn't and get the data package, so no one could reach him. Nah, and then he wondered why everyone was upset hours later because he'd had quite a good rest. <laughs> Marty. What happened? When did they go missing and where did they turn up? Hey, guys. We were um, Legoland in Malaysia and um, we were sitting at the buffet. The kids had finished, uh, didn't want to spend their money on it. So they've uh, gone out to play in the little Lego play area outside. Uh, Big Lego bricks, the whole lot. Anyway, we've finished up dinner, walked outside. My daughter's missing. Um, (gasps) So, yeah, foreign country, don't speak a lick of Malaysian. Um, so yeah, we're in a panic. So the, the two families were looking for, for my daughter. Um, yeah, <laughs> couldn't find her anywhere. We've hit up security. We've hit up the manager. We're looking through the cameras to see where she was. Um, how long, Marty? Well, it felt like hours, but it was about 15, 20 minutes. Couldn't find her. Um, so yeah, she won the, the 2020, oh, sorry, it was a 2019 hide and seek champion. She built herself. A, uh, a cubby house out of Lego bricks, and uh, she decided <laughs> she was just going to sit in there and hide. 
<laughs> oh, I don't know. You don't know whether to be proud or annoyed. <laughs> well, probably it was a good company annoyed. house. It had windows, you know, like any builder. Well, oh, probably 1.3 million in Sydney. Um, yeah. <laughs> How old was she, Marty? Did you say? Uh, she was five at the time, yeah. Oh, how so, scary. How stressful. I mean, also, Marty, Lego's not cheap, so it was probably 1.1 million in Lego. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Marty. Uh, let's go to Taylor. G'day, Taylor. Hi, how are you going? Yeah, pretty good. Um, who went missing and where did they end up? Well, it was actually me. Yeah. So I was at a wedding, one of my best friend's wedding in Lawn, and my partner was across the bay in Rye. Uh-huh. And I had my, fo- my phone in my bag. And you know how you put your emergency contacts in your iPhone? So apparently uh-huh. when you press two buttons together, it sends out like an SOS with your location that you're in trouble and you need help. Does it? And, you know, I remember when yeah. they brought this in. Yes, but I thought well, you I had to do the that. two buttons and then slide it across. So well, hold on. When you say the emergency person, so the ICE in your phone. Yeah, I had my partner, my dad, my sister, and one of my best friends. So when it's – we've done it to our phone now. When it says slide across to emergency call, it's not to like triple O. It's to whoever your emergency contact is. Yeah, it sends out like your location and it says – um, help, I'm in trouble, contact emergency services. Oh, my God. So you did this accidentally? <laughs> yeah, well, my phone was in my bag on a chair, so somebody must have sat on it or I don't know how and it And then swiped it their bum across the <laughs> 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 How it happened, I yeah. don't know. Yeah. And then I didn't check my phone for hours. And then one of my girlfriends that was at the wedding came up to me and was like, I think your partner's trying to call me. And I was like, oh, I better go check my phone. And I had missed calls from him, text messages from him, from like all of his friends because he was on a boys weekend, from my dad who lives in Queensland, my girlfriend, and then an unknown number. And it was the local police station saying that they were like two hours away, but they were on their way. And then my partner was like, I've called so-and-so that I know and I'm trying to get a helicopter out there. And... It was I like, mean, too, to be honest, too late, though, if you were in a spot of bother, <laughs> but I also, two hours away. I also think leaving voicemails is interesting because it means you're in trouble, but you go, so, I'll just check my voicemails. <laughs> oh, two hours, I'll just stay put here. <laughs> so when did you get to see him? When did you get to tell him everything was okay? Um, I called him at like midnight and this happened like two hours before that. Oh, how was he? So for two hours, oh, he was ropeable. I was still out with the boys. Your fault. Still out with the boys, though, Taylor. Uh, they were about to leave to come. <laughs> sure, <laughs> sure. Oh, we were just about to leave. Not two hours oh. ago, though. But we were just about. What's to that leave. music in the background, babe? Nothing. We are walking oh. out of the pub <laughs> very briskly. Thank you, Taylor. Oh, for I had Thank no you. no worries. Good, good on you, Taylor. Hey, Claire. Claire, tell us uh, when did they go missing and where did they turn up? Uh, so it was my brother on a family holiday and uh, he was 22 at the time and they'd um, just had finished all the beers with the footy grand final yeah. and he decided to go for a swim. So oh, he got no. completely naked oh, no. and went in the ocean. And so my cousin was there, obviously didn't want to look because he was naked. So she was like, oh, I saw him go in but didn't see him come back out. <gasps> so anyway, she was searching for an hour and then she came and got all of us who were then searching for two hours. Oh, my God, Claire. And then oh. we so we called the cops. The cops are there, the chopper with the heat-seeking, oh. everything. And he was, like, a couple of suburbs up and, like, completely naked, turned up with someone else's pants on backwards and was <laughs> like, well, I wasn't missing. I knew where I was. And we were like, 
you've been missing for like four hours. Like there's choppers and everything. Like he'd gone for a swim and then rocked up at another beach. Yeah, so then he just, I think he'd just gone for a walk and obviously she didn't know where he went. The last place she saw him was in the water. So then we were all like, he's dead for sure. Of course. And then, um, yeah, turned up a few suburbs, a couple of streets down. Um, someone dropped him home in a cab, had no phone, no wallet, no nothing. Who's, who's pants? I don't know. He, uh, he doesn't know. <laughs> Oh, I mean, there's a what? I know. What was his attitude when he got back? Well, he was like, "Well, I wasn't missing. I knew where I was." And we were like, that "Yeah, but we didn't." Also, it how does he say? So angry. And also, how does he say? I he didn't want him to be missing. He knew where he was. His pants are on backwards. <laughs> Carry and Tommy. Be a Thursday afternoon, which means Ooh. thank you or no thank you is coming up later on. I mean, we've already had an international mystery. Sorry, Carrie. Were you going Sorry, to I just wanted You've to get excited got... about what I was going to tell you. Um, that's coming up later in the show. Yeah. I discovered something about um, Mark Ruffalo that is like, it has blown my mind. I think it's everyone's worst nightmare, to be perfectly honest with you, but I'm going to tell you after four and you will not believe it. And I wonder if other people have have had similar things happen to them. It's crazy. Okay. Anyway, sorry, as you were. No, it's fine. You've gone quite hard on the, um, that tease and up next, uh, here's what I was going to give you. Um, I saw something. And I don't think anybody else in the world has seen You weren't it. going to. Yes, I was. Were you? Yeah. Oh. And I wanted. It's just a show of amazing things. I want to tell you what it is next, but I feel like we both overcooked the goose a little bit. <laughs> so well, we'll find out if yours is overcooked next. Yeah. Carrie and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy. On your radios and streaming live on the listener app, it's Carrie and Tommy for your Thursday Arvo. Bickers. I think I, think I saw something that no one's ever seen before. I've certainly never seen it before, and I didn't know it even existed. And the explanation I got for it made no sense. So here's the first bit of information I will give you. Um, I went skydiving on the weekend, Mm -hmm. and as I was plummeting... Again? Yeah. Didn't you go skydiving a couple of weekends ago? Yeah, I did. posted your funny face? Yeah. Is this now an uh, annual, a weekly event? Yeah, I got a new funny face video. I can show you that later on. Um, Anyway, I saw something different when I was falling this time. Have you ever seen a rainbow? Ring. <laughs> Have you ever? Um, that took me four hours. So I deserve more. I or you could have used my song that none of you'd heard. Red and yellow and pink and green. Remember? Where does the rest go? I can sing a rainbow. A sing ring, a rainbow. <laughs> there we go. Very good. Um, I've never seen one before. What's a, I'm guessing is that a rainbow in a, in a ring? So I'll show you. As I was, again, plummeting towards the earth, have a look. I got it on a picture. Oh, but that's – is that a rainbow or is that actually just so, a ring of colour? <laughs> yeah, what's the difference? <laughs> <laughs> so it's a, just describe to the people what it is. It is um, – so you're very high up. And there's a whole lot of cloud and you can see uh, the land below it. And in the cloud is a ring of colour, yes. a rainbow. Like, like a rainbow, but <laughs> like a, a rainbow, circle. but a full circle. Yes, a rainbow. But the colour's not as defined and there's a big gap in the middle. Yes. yes. So it's like a fruit loop, but all the colours exactly of a rainbow. Right. Yes. Weird. Yeah. And I said to the dude, the skydiver dude, I said, bro, 
I have never seen one of those. Yeah. Sorry. Did you see that with your own eyes? Yeah. Or did you see that when you took the photo? No, saw it with my own eyes and then didn't think I had any footage of it because he films you. So he films your face. But then right at the end, before he pulls the shoot, he spins his hand around. And so I got a freeze frame from when he spun his hand around with a camera on. And then you've seen this post. You've looked at, found this picture post, post, the jump. You've gone through his footage and found it. Yes. 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 Sorry. You take it in the moment of as you're about to land. This is just a um, a screenshot I've taken of footage. Footage. Yes. And so which you said there was to only him, one second of. Rainbow. Have you seen that before? And what did and he say? He goes, "Yeah." And this is and his description did not make sense. He goes, "Yeah, all all rainbows are circles." And I said, "Sorry." What? And he goes, "It's just the Earth gets in the way." And I said, "Well, that, that makes them not a circle, then, but isn't it?" Here we go. So rainbows are actually oh, full circles. Oh my God! Look at so that. So when you when you see them on a horizon, the bit that you can't see goes below the horizon. But here's the thing: but then if you can't see, this was up in the sky above us. So this there wasn't a horizon blocking this off. Do you know what I mean? Oh. Like, do you get what I'm saying? No, say that bit again. So I mean, like, no, there wasn't a horizon. So I dropped but... basically through this rainbow. Right. So then you should be able to look up and see a rainbow. But he said you can only see these from above. Oh, but then what would have been the horizon blocking that rainbow? No, no. I think he was just wrong about this rainbow. Oh. But, can you but show but me I've that? Never... I don't understand though. So the pictures you've Googled now show a rainbow and you can see the top half in the sky and then the, the ring is drawn like below the earth, but then if you can't see it, isn't it to do with light refracting or something? Yes. So how is that happening underground? It's not happening underground. The earth's a circle. So but where, where, where it hits the, where we where you're seeing the other bit. The horizon the just hor- cuts it off because you have sight line. Oh, your sight line stopping it. Yeah. It's not land stopping it. No, no, it's not land getting in No, the okay. It's your, sight, it's your sight of the, yes. I don't know now. <laughs> but, but I've never seen a ring the, rainbow. No. And you seem not that impressed. No, I'm, I think I'm a bit confused. But just go back to the photo that I showed you. Just that. Yes, Isn't that, that amazing? That is amazing. I want to know. It almost looks like a droplet on the camera that's gone weird. That's why I asked if you'd seen it in, with yes, the actual eyes. But with those, with, when it's droplets on the camera or um, like a lens flare, it's not multicolored. Oh. And, and sorry, I did see it with my actual eyes. Yes. And we hurtled towards it for about a minute. I want to know, on 131060, has anyone else ever seen this? Like a fruit loop, a full ring, but rainbow around. And why does it happen? Are they called rainbows as their professional name or what you've called them? I done made that up. Right. Okay. 131060, does it have a real name that's not a rainbow? Have you seen it? It's a cute name. And why? Give us a call. Carrie and Tommy. Carrie Bigmore and Tommy Little. And we are talking rainbows. Probably not their technical name. I went skydiving on the weekend and I looked down as I was just casually dropping out of a plane and saw a rainbow, but in a full circle, like a... F- with a hole in the middle, like a lifesaver. Uh, yes, but all the different colours of the rainbow mm. going around it. It was amazing. And I want to know, has anyone ever seen one before? Are they called rainbows? Do they have a different name? And why do they happen? Why don't you ask Catherine? Hey, Catherine. How you going, guys? So good, Catherine. Have you ever seen a rainbow? I have. I wasn't as creative as you in the name. I just called it a circle rainbow. But um, <laughs> it's it was, good, it was when I was skydiving. Oh, skydiving oh. as well? And Catherine, yeah. did they tell you, did you ask your instructor why it happens? No, I was, it was my first time skydiving, so I was too scared to talk. But okay. I, um, yeah, I did find out later that rainbows only occur when the sun is behind you. 
but you can only see a rainbow if the sun is behind you, which is why if you looked up, you wouldn't have been able to see one. Wow. What? If the sun, so the sun has to be behind you. So, but she's saying if you were skydiving, so that's you why up. that's why we would only see them on the horizon as well. No, so if you look, if you are standing on the ground mm. and you look up, the mm -hmm. sun is not behind you. Oh, so you can only see them to the so to that, in front of you. So that would mean as well, Catherine, we'd never see a rainbow um, in front of a sunset. Yeah. So if you're looking at the sun, you're not going to see the rainbow. Yeah. But if you're facing away from the sun, you will be able to see it. So sometimes if you're looking at the sun, just turn around because there might be a rainbow behind you. Yep. Is good. that the lesson? Why aren't you fascinated by no, I'm any thinking, of this? I, I am. I'm, try, so I'm trying to process what it all means. But that's why um, Catherine is saying that you can only see them from above falling down. Down. Yes, I understand. That's, that's what I was thinking about. You. Or you've Joanne, got to get a very tall platform. Yes, have sorry. you seen one? Well, I have. And I'm really pleased, Tommy, that you're talking about this because... Yes. I saw one when I skydived for the second time, oh. which is the only – I've only skydived twice. Yeah. And, you know, it was one of those stories that I was so excited I told everyone about. Can you believe when you skydive and I was jumping through all of these rainbows and people were like, wow, that's amazing. Then I got to the stage where I started to think, did I really do that or was this just a story? Well, you know what I mean? You, you start yes. to go – because I've talked to people who'd skydived and nobody had ever seen it before. I've talked to skydivers that have said to me, you really, to see that, it's pretty special. We don't so, see that all the time. So, Joanne, two pieces of great news. Firstly, yes. you jumped through rainbows, and that's fantastic. Yes. Well done. And yes. that really happened. The second thing is this guy didn't care, and he told me, oh, yeah, you see him all the time. And then when we landed, I asked the other two skydivers who had both done yeah. thousands of jumps, and they'd yeah. never <gasps> seen one. That's it. He said and, to me, wow. this is very rare. You're obviously the chosen one. Yeah. And so there you go, Tommy. And you oh, ask people, you ask everyone the now that you've well. skydived yeah. that no one's, they're like, really? And then you try and explain it to them. And it's yes. like, yeah, they're complete rings. And we were jumping through the rings. So it wasn't just one. I was jumping through multiple oh. rings. You guys should start a little WhatsApp group. Absolutely. <laughs> the rainbows. Yes. So, so I'm really pleased because now I can tell that story again. I stopped telling yeah. that story. Because nah, it's time to go, did I really do that? Well, did I really not only can you tell the story that? again, Joanne, you just told the story on national yes. radio. This is good. This is good. Um, Joanne, <laughs> yes. do you know why they happen? No, I never really found that out. I, I think our next really caller can. Okay, thank you, Joanne. I think Raino can. Raino, are you going to explain this to us? Yep. Uh, cool. G'day, everyone. G'day. Uh, I'm a mechatronics engineer, and Carrie, you're right, it is from refraction. So yeah. when the light so, hits water particles, yes. it bends. So that's why that's it, was a, it, was a, it helped that it was a cloudy day. Yes. So the reason why it's from behind you or to the side or somewhere slant is the light has to bend and then turn to your eyes. That has to bounce off something. So this might explain, Reno, um, because our, um, our digital producer, Eli, showed me a picture of when we were in a plane and the plane was casting a shadow on the clouds from the sun and then around that there was also kind of a rainbow. Is that because it's had to bend around the plane? Yes. And the light what doesn't a... travel straight, it bends around things. So even your shadow right behind you actually yeah. has little squiggly shadows around it. We so, just can't see it. Raina, what about this idea that a rainbow is actually always a rainbow? We only see the top half of it. That's correct. So technically a rainbow is the part of the light 
that's being split from hitting something. So, Reno, you and have so explained... when we're on the ground and we look up, yeah, we only see half of it because the air below us or at foot level is really warm, so it doesn't refract the same. Oh. So we don't, we miss the bottom half. It goes past us. So, Reno, in terms of sorry, you've explained. <laughs> The refraction well but why don't we see these rainbows more often so it's all about perspective when you jumped out of the plane you are yes. high up and yes. you're looking down so the air where you are is nice and cold which helps with refraction so the air bends a little less so you can see the full circle in a much smaller space so when you look on the to... ground, the rainbow is huge. It looks like it travels kilometers yes. in the sky. So the bottom is cut off because and of so... our perspective, where we're standing. And so I'm, I'm sorry to keep asking you questions, but I'm genuinely fascinated. So when with the rainbow, does it have to, when you say the light bends, does there have to be something in the way of the sun and where I saw the rainbow appear to get in the way of the light, or is that just the moisture in the air that it's bending around? Technically, yes. So for the light to break apart, aka make a rainbow, there has to be something that they have to bump into. So the air we... itself, the yeah. nitrogen composition, whatever is in there, can do it as well. So could we artificially, and when I say artificially, I mean just deliberately, make rainbows <coughs> from above? Uh, sort of, I guess, yeah. In controlled labs, you can create these using glass and special shapes called prisms. Yeah. And we can make them and uh, put them into whatever shape we want, really. Are you, are you thinking um, but when thinking? it's falling from outer space, so the sun, yes, the sun is round, so when it comes and hits us, it's going to look round. Hmm. Yeah, I was thinking, um, thinking that's a, a lot of questions and you and him should also have your WhatsApp so we can get on with the show. <laughs> oh, I was thinking adventure flights where we sell people rainbow experiences. Maybe Raino can explain. Raino's the, the face Raino of rainbows. <laughs> Thank you, Raino. Carrie and Tommy. Yeah, that is where you're at for your Thursday afternoon, which means thank Ooh. you or no thank you coming up very soon. It's been a show of some fascinating callers. Hasn't and it? I think the conversation we're going to have next is going to be a little... Ooh, Scary. Not... Just spooky. I don't know. Is it, what do you call it? Like um, tingly. 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 Have you ever on thirteen ten sixty dreamt something? Yeah. And then it's happened in real life. Because the person I'm going to talk to you about up next. You mean dream? Sorry. A high profile just, celebrity. Just yep. when you say dreamt. Had a dream about something. Envisioned it. No. Had a dream in your sleep. Had a dream in your sleep, and then the thing has happened in real life. Because what he dreamt about this celebrity, and then what happened to him, is so full on. And I will tell you about it next. Thirteen ten sixty. If you've had your own example of that happening. Carrie and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy. On your radios and streaming live on the listener app. It's Carrie and Tommy for the drive home. We're talking about dreams that come true. And these are not all things that you want to come true. Dreams aren't always good. Sometimes they're nightmares. And that's what happened for Mark Ruffalo uh, from, um, I was going to say X-Men, not Uh, X-Men. No, no, he is from X-Men. Oh, he's from X-Men. Yeah, he's the beast. Avengers. Avengers the Hulk. Oh, Avengers the Hulk. Is he not the beast? (laughs) Kelsey Grammer. (laughs) Mark Ruffalo in 2001 had a dream that he had 
a brain tumour. And he said it wasn't like any other dream he'd ever had. He said it wasn't like just a thought he had while he was trying to fall to sleep. He was in the middle of sleep and he had a dream and the dream was you have a brain tumour. He said it wasn't even a voice. It was like just pure knowledge, like how's your brain tumour because you've got a brain tumour. And he said you've got to deal with it immediately and you need urgent treatment. And he said um, he had an ear infection at the time and when he woke up he was like, maybe I'll just go to the doctor. And he went to the doctor and even as he was like in front of the doctor, he was like, I know this is crazy, me coming to you because I simply had a dream, but I think I've got a brain tumour. And they did a CAT scan and he had a benign tumour in his head. Oh. Yeah, and it left him deaf in one ear and saw the left side of his face temporarily paralysed. And he's okay oh. now. That was in 2001. But how is that? That was in 2001? Yeah, 2001 it happened. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. Peter. Have you had a dream come true? Yes, I have. What was I had, it? I was uh, riding around with my mates. I was a kid. I was about 13 years old having a push bike ride and me and a mate crashed. And the last thing I remember was looking into the sky. But then when it actually did happen, it ended up knocking three of my teeth out and breaking the bottom of my skull. Oh, so the first one was a dream. Yep. And then, and then I actually found out what the ending was later. It and how much later? Like deja vu. Oh, I reckon it probably would have been about three weeks. But I dreamt, I full on dreamt everything. But the last thing I remember was staring into the blue sky and I never found, and I woke up and then I saw that and I went, uh oh. And I lost three teeth, headbutted me in the mouth, knocked three teeth out and broke the bottom of your skull. Did it, did it knock you out and then you woke up looking at the sky? No, no. It was where my head ended up when he came over the handlebars because I lifted up into the air and I was just looking. And that's when I woke up. But Good on you, then, Peter. But then the accident, no, nah, mm. cleared it up, broke the bottom of your skull, put my teeth back in, and I look like Dracula. Oh. Pete, has it ever happened again? Have, have you had another dream where you're like, oh, no, now no, this is going to happen? No. No, okay. thank Christ. Well, <laughs> fingers crossed it never happens again, Pete. Thank you very much. What about Chris? Hey, Chris. Hi, how are you? Yeah, good. How are you going today? Good, thank you. When did your um, dream come so through? So I was 19, and yeah. similar to story to just now, um, I was on a motorbike and I got hit by a car and cracked some vertebrae in my neck. Almost became quadriplegic. I'm not, but that's good. Um, the, the dream was the night before. I had a, the dream that that happened and my mum had a dream that night as well as me. And when I called home and said I had an accident, her first story was not, hello, you just had an accident with didn't you on your motorbike? And I said, yes. And that was oh, my God. I don't know yep. about you, because, but that's made me a bit shivery. That is crazy. And it happened the next day. Yep. Yep. The next Chris, day. I woke up that's going, like that a premonition. A yeah, exactly. What's the difference between a dream and a premonition? I mean, I know a, a premonition is a thought, true, but is it a thought, same thing? Is it a subconscious kind of thought? Like, is it a... I don't know. Hmm. Oh, can I ask Chris the same question as a previous call? Yep. Chris, sorry, has it, has it ever happened... Again, in terms of just the dream bit where you've gone, oh, no, this is going to happen again. Uh, no, thank, thankfully. Um, yeah, thank God for that. Fascinating. Okay. These are all bad things, aren't they? They're really like you dream of like lying in a pool of money and then the next day all of a sudden you're, oh my God, you know, what's this pool? winning lottery. Yes. Penny, Penny, is this a good story or a bad story? <laughs> it's a good story. It's okay. a good story. When did your dream okay. come true? Um, oh, three years, three and a half years ago, basically, I was dreaming about two blocks of land. They were beside each other and one had trees and one didn't. And in the dream, the land was $10,000. And um, there was a young couple also interested in those blocks of land. And I didn't know where they were. And so I Googled the warmest place in Victoria 
in winter. And then I Googled 10,000 blocks of land. Anyway, the upshot is I, um, I rung an agent and she said, we got two blocks of land. I said, yes, I know, one with trees, one without. And she said, yes, that's correct. And I said, well, I think I'm interested in buying that block of land. Not that I ever thought I would, but anyway, so a couple of weeks later, she, I rang, Spirit said to me, they're going to buy you a block of land. And so I rang the agent. She said, well, I've got a couple interested in your land and I'd already seen it. And I said, that land's mine. And I bought it and I now live on that block of land. Good stuff, Penny. So are they spirits or a dream? Sorry? Were they spirits talking to you or a dream? What's the difference, Penny? Well, and to me, they are dream. I dreamt them, but it, to me, it comes from spirit. I think Carrie is a bit sceptical, Penny, because I think Carrie's, the eyes Carrie's giving me is less that you dreamed and then it happened, but more that you dreamed and then you made it happen. Well, if I, well, I suppose in some ways I kind of did make that happen. It, I mean, but you got either, the idea way, from the dream. Either way, Penny, but you're a dream. Yeah. Yeah, 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 there's a yeah. poor young couple somewhere homeless. And also... Carrie <laughs> <laughs> and Tommy. Do you drive home this afternoon? It's Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. We're doing this. Thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. No. Thank you. No. Thank you. When there's something in your life that you really like, you say, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> but if there's something going on that can take a hike, you say, no, thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you. Carrie and Tommy's thank you or no thank you. Because you want to kick us off. I'm annoyed at the world. I, that's not That'll the segment. That'll surprise you all. <laughs> really... I, I've got a lot of no thank yous today. I actually forgot that there could be thank yous. All Whoa. mine are no thank yous. First of all, no thank you to contact. I'm contacting Books for School. And we talked about this a year ago. Mm. And we did this segment after I'd contacted 12 books. And I used to be so good at doing this when I was a kid. I pride, I spent all, like, all day on school holidays doing it. I cannot do it now to save my life. And some beautiful person called up and said, there's sleeves that you use to put yes. the books in. Do you think I remembered that? And here I am contacting books again. And I, hate I could help. Because... How? I had an idea to invent um, uh, lackey spray. So it's just a protective coating spray that you put on the books. So you just go, you could do like a tag. Like a paint you almost. You used to tag. Yeah. <laughs> used what, to. What did you, yeah. What did, you, what did you tag again? Was it Twisty Babe 82? No, I like to keep it a bit of a mystery, you know. Oh, sorry. A bit like Banksy. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> Am I? <laughs> um, the other thing I want to say a big no thank you to. Actually, to, to, can I go on? Um, um, yeah. Trolleys. I know it's basic, but how come we haven't, of all the things we've invented and all the ways forward we've had made in this world of ours, how are we still using trolleys to shop with? Why are they still ramming into the back of our shins? Why are they still going off in funny directions and you have to like use all of your core muscles to weave them back on the... Into the back of your shins? Oh, Do you I, mean I, your I, calves? Uh, sorry, the back of my... No, no, sorry, the back of my um, ankles. Yeah. They ram into my ankles. Who's ramming you? Oh, everybody and anybody and the kids and the it's really yes yeah, when you and you're, everyone's always like oh sorry and I'm like no it's we drive better but you can't drive better do you drive it I reckon you push it either way push better push do something better. better just be better be, be better, better trolleys be but better is it the trolleys or the people 
No, I think it's the trolley. There is no trolley that goes straight. They all veer off. Sometimes you have to stand literally. The other day I did my grocery shop standing to the side of the trolley, holding onto the trolley long ways and pushed it along on the side because it had such a strong veering to the left. Were you drifting? I dr- Were you yes. drifting a trolley? Yes. I, I, yes. I, I could tell you no thank you to mm-hmm. those um, things that stop the wheels when you get too far away from the supermarket. It makes it so hard to steal them. Yeah. Sometimes you just want to nick one. Yeah. And now they've made it very hard. A bit like scooters. You know, they just stop. Oh, the slow zones. Yes. Oh, can I, I can I lighten the mood with mm. a thank you? Mm-hmm. I'd like to say a big thank you to the technology in cars that now stops you putting the wrong type of fuel in your car. Does it? Because what? the nozzle doesn't fit. Oh. So my old car used to be diesel. Yes. And my new car, I have gone to put diesel in it, I reckon... 50 times. And it doesn't let you. And the nozzle doesn't fit oh, in. Oh, well done. Thank you. Thank you. And finally, um, a no thank you to my son. If he Whoa. goes to get one item out of the washing machine or dry, just one item and pulls everything out and just gets his one item and doesn't put it back in and just leaves it in a pile either wet or semi-dry, I will, I don't know what I'll do. Put him I'll, in a I'll, No, I'll run up, ram the back of his... Ankles with the trolleys, what I'll do. No, it'll have the brakes on. You won't be able to get it further enough no, away. No, that's from true. The... I'll take him to the shops and then I'll do yeah, it. Come, come to Safeway, son. Come we got a to lesson. Safeway. Rob, what do you want to say thank you or no thank you to? Oh, oh. thank you. I want to say a big, big, big no thank you to all the cars that constantly pull out in front of my semi. Wow. <laughs> I hope you're talking about a truck, Rob. Gary and Tommy. Thursday afternoon, it's Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little, whatever the occasion. Lickerland will bring the drinks. Cheers, Lickerland. Choose to drink wise. Ooh, Bickers. I could go a Smirnoff. I had Smirnoffs when I was overseas, and I, I just forgot about them. I could go buy a Smirnoff fruit soda, lemon lime can, 330 mil 10 pack. I'd go there right now and get some of them for the weekend. What are you going to be celebrating over the weekend? Can't I just have them to celebrate just the fact that it, no it's, work? It's a Smirnoff, and I've, I'm drinking it. Absolutely, get into just Lickerland. Just the little, little special and, moments, and you know? Celebrate Smirnoff. <laughs> Great. Hey, up next, um, I've got some fun because we have had some debate about, you know, what generation you're from because you insist that you're a baby boomer and I said, (laughs) no, you're younger than that. Anyway, we're going to settle it next in musical quiz form. Carrie and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy. On your radios and streaming live on the listener app, it's Carrie and Tommy for the drive home. Because we debuted a new music quiz segment last week. I forgot the cards that I was meant to bring in because I bought the game. Um, So we Googled them. And, of course, your generation was the 80s because that's when you were in your 30s hitting the dance floor. Which I argued is not my generation. I was born in 1980, but that doesn't mean that's my musical influence. I would say... The 90s was my generation of music. Yes, but you weren't there for the meeting because, once again, you were late. And so my generation somehow came up as hip-hop because, I'll full disclaimer, they were the other card deck that was available. Which is shop. also a genre, not a generation. Arguments. Anyway. I'm happy to hear, happy to be wrong. Anyway, we thought this week we would do the same thing, but we'd get ready for it. Swap generation. In every generation, the music that the people listen to changes a lot. For some generations, this was a hot hit. For other younger and cooler generations, this was a hot hit. I woke up in a new Bugatti. I woke up in a new Bugatti. It's time for Carrie and Tommy's What's Your Generation Music Trivia Quiz. Yes, and so, so you, what? you are going to be asking me about your generation, the 80s. <laughs> Stop calling it my generation. Sorry. Okay. What rock band sang Eye of the Tiger? Oh, 
I, can you change the question to no. how does it sound out of your mouth? Dink, 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 dink. What's the dink? Dink, dink, dink. Dink, dink, dink. Dink, 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 dink. Dink, 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 dink. Dink, 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 dink. Here we got it. 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 Nice. Okay. Um. Do you know the answer to this? Um. No, I didn't because it's not my generation. Oh yeah. Ooh. Well, no, I also don't because I feel Eli like they're not know. known he for got anything it right. else. He mouthed it to me. Oh, mm. um, do you want to give it? I reckon we can just give the answers oh, as we go. I'll give you a clue for the clues. Yeah, great, oh, great. Oh, your favorite Destiny Child yes. song. Oh, it is by Survivor. Yes, it is. <laughs> Thank you. See, that's the dink a dink a dink. I've got the dink, but what's the play? Play from the start again. Oh, you're playing the dink a dink a dink a dink in the background. What country are men at work from? Oh, men at work. Are they, ooh, are they Australian? Ooh, are they Australian or are they? They are Australian. They are Australian. I should have known that. I was going to say. I really should have known that. I never know whether that's men at work or the Australian crawl. Oh, mm. yes. Men at work. Is the Australian crawl also a dance? Uh, no, uh. that's what I think they called uh, freestyle. That. Oh, the Australian crawl. Mm. Oh. There you go. You're oh. a swimmer. You Australian crawl. Is that hmm. they call freestyle the Australian crawl? I think that's where Australian crawl comes from. Because freestyle. I be making that up. Freestyle is technically not a swim stroke. Is it not? No, oh. it's you're allowed to do any style. That's oh. why it's called freestyle. freestyle. It's just that. That is the fastest stroke. So you can compete in freestyle and do butterfly. So I could, because I'm so much better at breaststroke, could compete in freestyle but breaststroke it. Yes, you'd just come last. That's crazy. Or would I because I'm so fast. There we go. (laughs) What was Kylie Minogue's debut song? Um, Is it Locomotion? Yes. Someone knows the 80s. This, this might be my generation. (laughs) I think it is. Okay. In which band was Phil Collins the lead singer and drummer of? Oh, um, it's because you're, of course, had the crush on his son mm-hmm. when he was 16. Who's the drummer of his band now? Yes, and they are called something. And yeah, they starts did the, with J. Da-ding, 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 da-ding. Yeah. Ding, uh, it starts with J. Yep, Jen. You've got the beginning of it. Genesis. Oh, the worst Phil Collins song. What happened to? Yeah, what? I can feel it calling in the air tonight. Coming in the air tonight? Isn't it calling? Coming. Oh, is it coming? Yeah. Yeah. What band is Gene Simmons a member of? Oh. Yes. I think he's got all of them. Five out of five. I think I missed the first. You're a boy of the 80s. Survivor. Oh, no, oh, you did. I've got, you got a, a clue. i got a clue. Thank you very much. Um, your generation, mm-hmm. which is my generation, but we've reversed the generation. I cannot answer hip hop questions. Next. Carrie and Tommy. You drive home this afternoon. It's Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. And if you're just joining us, we're in the middle of this. In every generation, the music that the people listen to changes a lot. For some generations, this was a hot hit. For other younger and cooler generations, this was a hot hit. I woke up in a new Bugatti. 
It's time for Carrie and Tommy's What's Your Generation Music Trivia Quiz. What's he saying there? I woke up what? In a new Bugatti. The oh, most I thought expensive. it was I woke up a noble daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I woke up a noble daddy. <laughs> Good. Breakfast for my children. <laughs> I'm a noble daddy now. <laughs> hey, oh, he's not waking up the noble daddy. He's waking up as a oh, noble daddy. I pictured I woke up and now I'm a noble daddy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need my Bugatti anymore. Yeah, good Get the yeah. horse and carty. Am I right? <laughs> I woke up in a new horse and carty. <laughs> Cartier, Cartier. Oh, Cartier, Cartier. Of course, there's nothing left. Is that just a brand of diamonds? Yes, Yes. it's actually made from diamond, the whole horse and Cartier. It's not just a girl's best friend. It's a noble daddy's best friend. Daddy, you're (laughs) Questions for Carrie. Of course, we swapped generations. I'm a noble daddy and you're now into hip hop. Uh, We've gone back to the aristocracy. Oh, yes. I've... I turned my pants. Someone else will clean it up. (laughs) Of course. Oh, not in the bedpan today. I'm a noble noble bad daddy. Daddy. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, to the questions about (laughs) hip hop. (laughs) Harry, do you want to have a coming a noble daddy? (laughs) Why not? You do have to poo in your pants, though. (laughs) Yes, but but old Sasquatchian, he'll clean it up. I wish. Watch you. I don't know. It's the first name. It's, no, it's because I went to say Theodore, but no, it's one of the Jeeves questions. Jeeves has been fired. I uh, know, Jeeves is not around yet. It's, it, it, this is olden times. Oh, very olden times. Yes, his name's Squatch. <laughs> He's a big boy, too. He is a big boy. You know what I'm I saying? would love I'm for this seamless, seamlessly to go from noble daddies to mean girls. Oh, well, <laughs> the lady doesn't always get what she wanteth. It's back in the day. The women didn't have so much of a say. <laughs> Only daddy. Only daddy and his ducks are done. Daddy <laughs> sounds like he might that. like it both ways. <laughs> <laughs> daddy takes whatever he can get, am I right? A paint on a moustache, squash skin, pretend you're a different man and get over here and give me a smooch. Anyway... <laughs> <laughs> Gary, are you ready for a question? <laughs> this is about hip hop, whatever that is. Which rap group were the first to have a gangster rap album reach number one in the charts? Not the charts, that's what I've done. <laughs> in the charts. Um, gangster rap group, number one. Um, Should know this. It is an acronym. B I Notorious B-I-G. It's a group. Okay, um, it is... Think of Ice Cube, think of Dr. Dre. Uh, think of the biggest gangster rap group. Biggie Smalls. <laughs> That's just, just the same answer. First letter's N. N. Definitely not so what it stands for. The second the State W. State where you're from. Sorry? Yeah. Uh, the last two oh, letters. Oh, N-W-A. W-A. Oh, sorry, yes. N-W-A is Use none of those words for the radio edit of the normal words. Um, what was the name of Jay Z's first album? Oh, I've got no idea. You've got some doubt, do you? Is it doubt? Is okay. your doubt without reason or is it reasonable? <laughs> reasonable doubt? That's correct. Well done. <laughs>
What was the name of the song that brought rap music to the mainstream? This was from last week's quiz as well um, in 1979 yes. by the Sugar Hill Gang. Yes, it was. It was from last week. You were delighted when memory. we brought you the mm. answer last week. so bad. Um, you were delighted by it. Delight? You, you were delighted <laughs> and you the people that thrilled sing it, they were... They weren't singing, they were rapping. Rapper's delight is correct. Don't stop What is the name of Do the you know, three for little... three if there anyone that's counting at the moment? I didn't know that was the original. I thought the rap that the grandma did in the wedding singer was the original. There we go. Mm. That's how dead into hip hop she is. <laughs> what is the name of the hip hop collective with members Method Man, Ghostface oh, Killer, and many, many more? Including Old Daddy Bastard was in it. Old Daddy Bastard. Dirty he... Bastard. Oh, is that <laughs> granddaddy? Old say, Daddy is, is he not friends a with Noble Daddy? Oh, goodness, he is old. <laughs> Noble Daddy. A Noble Daddy. I actually have a rap group. It's called Me and the Chaps. <laughs> oh, and do you spit bars? Oh, we do. Oh, oh we do. Um, I've got no idea. Uh, it is the Wu Tang Clan. Oh, wow. Get the money. And your bonus question, they said cream in that song. And then they go on to say what cream stands for. What does cream stand for? Play it to her one more time, see if listening to it. You can hear the answer. You can literally hear it. Cream. Money. Cash. Rules. Rules. Everything. Everything. The world. Cash rules everything around me. That is five from five. (laughs) Well done. Carrie and Tommy. Because you're bringing us one of your faves today. We got a bit of Ray escapism coming in back to back to back today. Uh, We love Ray on this show. Absolutely. Um, One of your favourite tunes, um, made for you, I think you'll agree, um, is is a Ray tune. Have we got the one there? Because I'm a woman. Yep. I'm a (laughs) brave, strong woman. And I'll be damned if I let a man rule. It's such a tune. It is. Ice cream. Man is the name of the song. Yes. Um, you should definitely look up Ray's tunes. Her stuff is amazing. I only discovered her last year and I love her. She's got the song Escapism, which we're going to play. Prada is hers as well. Anyway, she's been nominated for, I think, seven uh, Brit Awards. Yeah. It's an absolute record. Before her, I think she's knocked Robbie Williams off the list. I was like, going to say, why it, it, I, I've said to you before about her live show at Albert Hall I've that she be. reminds me of Winehouse in her prime and she would have surely had a similar amount of nominations. Yeah, that is true. On this list, it's got Robbie Williams, Craig David, Gorillaz. Sexist list. Who had six nominations in one year. It doesn't have Amy Winehouse. But that um, album you're talking about where she played at, um, where is it, Royal Albert? Yes. Um, I've got a bit of one of her songs, Worth It, which also didn't really get a lot of radio play. And it is absolutely a tune as well. Check that one out. But this is a little bit of it live at Royal Albert Hall. Baby, what do you do? Would you make it all right? Or maybe that much better? Her story is 
absolutely incredible. She's really frank in her lyrics about being sexually harassed um, in the music industry. She had all these issues with a record label where I think in 2021 she was talking about how she'd, uh, she said they've given me a four-album deal since 2014 and I haven't been allowed to put one album out. All I care is about the music. I'm sick of being slept on. I'm sick of being in pain about it. And then she went and released her own album independently, which was My 21st Century Blues, which is what all these songs are from yes. and is the one that she's been nominated for. So go, Ray. Um, she's coming down under perform in the next few weeks as well, so go check her out if there's still tickets available. Carrie and Tommy. Around Australia, if you drive behind the Sarvo, it's Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. Oh, God, I've got that smug feeling. Mm. Smug feeling? Yeah. You know when you've achieved a bit in your day and it's like the day's not even really started and oh, you've it's done it. What have you done? You had a haircut. Haircut looks great. Thank you very yeah. much, Carrie. Thank you for noticing. That's all play a song. Jesse. Yeah. <laughs> I. It's not a maintenance haircut. Like the last one that I didn't notice that you said, have you not noticed I've had my haircut? And I you. said, it doesn't count if it's a maintenance haircut. That's a fast haircut. You. That sides off. You never notice <laughs> my haircuts. Thank you very much. I do. Never. This is it, the first one. That's just, <laughs> such a client. <lie. laughs> so needy. Yeah, I know. Uh. Very. Um, 6.30 this morning. What were you doing? Uh, I was fast asleep. Yeah. Mm. What were me. you doing? <laughs> sorry, sorry. What were you doing? <laughs> I was making, making a beef rendang. What? Yeah. Dang. Mm-hmm. Why? Because it takes three hours. So I organized a curry night with some friends mm-hmm. tonight, and I had the dumb idea of saying, let's each cook a curry and bring it so we've got a feast of curries, uh, which is a great summertime thing to plan. Mm. I didn't think of that, really. And also, I didn't consider the cooking time that it takes and so after my day was done, we'd finished our show yesterday and I'd been to the gym. Um, it was already about eight o'clock and I realized I don't even have the ingredients for this curry. Oh. And I'd announced to everybody that I wanted to cook a beef rendang because I'd never cooked a beef rendang before. And did I think you... you'll agree if you want to have a go at saying it, it's pretty fun to say. I was going to say, rendang. did you ring, pick it just because it's fun to say? Rendang. That's <laughs> what happened the next day, I think. <laughs> the ring sting from the rendang. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say, Jesse? Uh, did you pick it just because it is fun to say? Fun to say, and again, never made it. And the description I saw in the recipe was, um, this is the best curry of all time. That's what Ooh, I said. Oh, and I right. thought, well, I've got to make a beef rendang. Um, turned out I had to go to three different supermarkets to get all my ingredients for my just beef rendang. No. Honestly, <laughs> like why, why is everything have to be like done like to the extreme? Can you just get, make a rendang with a jar? Can you get rendang in a of jar? Of course you can get rendang in a I've jar. I've never seen a jar of rendang. I don't think I've ever looked for a rendang jar, but I've never Look seen for it. it. Cut your cooking time in half. Well, I didn't do that. I made it all from scratch, but of course, by the time I then had all the ingredients and I'd been to three different supermarkets. It was midnight. It was quite late. <laughs> yes. And so instead of making it last night, I set the alarm and got up. And made it this morning and then had it simmering. By the time it's I smell amazing. took the dogs out for a walk, it smells amazing. It's on the hot side. Oh. Well, that's a rendang, isn't it? Do you want to see? I don't know. All I knew was it's the most amazing curry in the world. Do you want to see a picture of the rendang mm-hmm, done? I do. This is a rendang. <laughs> Look at that. Yum. Yes. That's delicious. I know. Oh, my so God. So by the time nine o'clock rolled around this morning, I'd already taken the dogs for a walk. I had a coffee with mum and I was one rendang down. There's no funny business here. <laughs> Who knows just, what you can achieve today? I, I, I know. I've still got the night. No, it's curry night. We're just going to eat. You've got to eat. Yes. That's amazing though. Thank you. Because most people, the, the thing that um, you haven't, 
quite understood yet about people in their lives is most people get home from work and then they have to think about dinner, then they've got to cook dinner yeah. and do all of that. Yeah, I had to right? do that, but for tonight. But now you just walk home and you just will drive home and then you just walk in your door and you just eat your end egg <laughs> with no prep. Now I'm just thinking about walking home. <laughs> all the possibilities. <laughs> How long did that take you? Yeah, a long time. That's it from the Carrie and Tommy podcast. But don't let the good times end. Raise a glass to the everyday or the extraordinary with Liquorland. Discover your next favourite drink in store or online. Cheers. Liquorland. Choose to drink wise.